Hi, this is Dave DeVries, and you're listening to the Marvel Card Collector Podcast. Aren't you lucky? Hello, everybody. My name is Ian Taylor, and welcome to the Marvel Card Collectors Podcast, brought to you by the Marvel Cards Fan Collective, an awesome community of card collectors and creators. You can find our two groups on Facebook, details of which are at the end of this podcast, so come check us out. With me, as always, is my co-pilot in all things Marvel Cards. One ring to rule them all, one ring to find them, one ring to bring them all, and in the darkness, bind them. It's Noren Rad. That was actually a really good Gandalf. That wasn't bad. <laughs> like, if I closed my eyes, I can still see your, like, half of your head, but the beard grows in, so I kind of see it. <laughs> I, I wasn't going for Gandalf, it. but thank you. Wow, that's a horrible insult now, and I feel terrible. No, I'm no, so that's sorry. quite all right. <laughs> um, I am, I, I guess I'm called Ian, so, and he's called Ian, and um, yeah. everyone, everyone deserves a little bit of Ian in them, and we'll move on from that. Wow. Um, <laughs> I can't take you anywhere. <laughs> and it started already. Um, I, I apologize to our guest who is waiting in the wings. Um, well, let's just get, let's get on with it. Let's talk to our guest. I'm, I'm ready. Just, I'm excited. We, we've had our chit chat off air. Yeah. You know, no one cares what kind of week we've had. So let's, let's just carry on with it. They're just here for the entertainment. <laughs> they're, like, they're, like, they're like out of Gladiator, our audience. is like, are you not entertained? You know, they, right. just, they just want the sport. They just want the sport. Um, speaking of sport. Wow. Little segue there. No, nice little segue. I'm so impressed. Um, you are on so, fire. I am on fire. No, literally. Um, Get our, guest, up. our guest this week. Uh, sir, introduce yourself. Okay, uh, my name is Brad Galley. I am uh, talking to you from Detroit, Michigan in the United States here, and uh, I am a sports TV anchor at the ABC TV affiliate here in Detroit, and I am a, uh, a proud Marvel card collector, and uh, I have watched you guys. I'm, now, this is a long introduction, but uh, that's hey, who I can get into that in a little bit, but I, I yeah. love what you guys do. I love what you do for the hobby, and uh, I actually just found your Facebook group. I've been following you on Twitter, and I found the Facebook group, and I said, holy smokes, what have I been missing out on? <laughs> well, uh, there's a rabbit hole sir there's a rabbit hole we'll see you uh, yeah. in two years when you're it gets up. deep bro yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be bad <laughs> so excited to have you here though that's so much fun man so so tell us a little bit about what you collect uh, i'm all into the movie cards so uh I, I love the artwork and the and the artist renderings of so many um different heroes throughout the years and you know when we go to comic cons and stuff locally and beyond um I, i'm just in awe of it i come from a family of artists but like so many people around the world i just i love the movies and um that's what i really got into um when they first kind of came out i think it was maybe it was the first avengers movie um where i said wow they got they have costume relic cards and as a sports card collector growing up i said well if they're doing this for movies i gotta get a piece of that and then you're talking about rabbit holes man i mean that was just i remember I was uh, working on a high school football game, a prep high school football game, and I was checking my phone to look at eBay auctions to see if I could grab you know, a Black Widow relic card. And I'm looking, I'm like, oh, I got the Iron Man. All right, I got the whole set. And I'm looking up, I'm like, as long as I don't miss a touchdown, as long as I don't miss any points being scored, I think I'll be okay. Um, but that quickly evolved into, oh, I got to get some autographs. And so um, I love this last end game set. I, I, I got a Tom Holland autograph in one of the boxes that I hit. Um, which was nuts because that was like the one card that I wanted because in my head, I'm like, I'm never going to pull Chris Evans. Um, so I ended up 
pulling a sketch card, which we can get into, but uh, I pulled a sketch card um, and traded it for a Chris Evans autograph. So while I've had a lot of bad boxes, I've had some really good fortune with this Endgame stuff too. What sketch card did you pull that was worth a Chris Evans? Wow. Um, you beast. Now I... Ian... Oh, Fred Ian. Fred Ian. Yeah. Oh, oh my goodness, Fred mate. Spider-Man. Ah, yeah. Wow. Fred Ian's work is... Top, that's top like shelf. that's top tier stuff what everybody wants now that was a smart trade on your half though man chris evans auto for that that's genius uh, chris evans a tom holland a tiger woods memorabilia card another hockey card i needed it was an it was a bidding war on epac I, I looked at it i was at work and i pulled it before i went on the air on epac i came back and i had 32 trade offers yeah that sounds right in yeah Oh so my behind gosh. me in my house here, I've got a case. Those autographs are on their way from uh, from COMC, but I have a, a few autographs here on my shelf, and those will go right in there with it. Those are going to the personal collection, and I've got two oh. kids that that like watching the movies, and that'll pay for their college someday potentially, or just be passed on to them because those two are <laughs> Tom Holland and Chris Evans. Man, those are legends. Dude, wow. man, those are the legends. That's amazing. Wow. That's crazy. It's the Fred Ian. I mean, you know, what are the odds? I mean, wow. Okay. Fred's Fred's in the group, actually. He's a lovely fella. Um, Super nice. He, he um, yeah. I think he's, he's a cool guy. It's, 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 he's got two profiles. Fred Ian is his artist name, but Fred Roy is what you'll see him in the group as, which is his personal profile. Um, I, don't like, I, don't, I don't collect the sketch cards, but I look yeah. at that and I'm like, oh my gosh. I mean, is, it, it, is this where I make the exception? Because that, I mean, it must have taken him weeks I don't know how long it takes him on every sketch. That's not a sketch card. That's an art card. Like what exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, and they're just they're just phenomenal. I mean, there's a few artists that do that kind of level of, of work. And, you know, not not that it's any more worthy than any other artist, but, but people go after that big time because it does look so finished and photorealistic and fully realized you know it's, it's not a sketch as you as you quite oh, rightly say beautiful piece yeah. um so we're um we're we're pretty i would say we made it to about 45 46 episodes when we barely touched on mcu cards because simply because it's not something that we'd done ourselves you know I've, i'd never really gotten into it you know i was all about you know the you know the art cards your Fleer ultra x-men stuff which um oh, yeah. you know which is rather lovely and, and so thick you could use it for platforms. Um, but, um, you know, really nice stuff. And then we had um, a fella, you probably listened to his episodes, actually, Brian Bode, who's um, out of um, Rochester, uh, New York, and he's he's big into his top-end autos. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I don't know if you listened to his episode, but I think he's got a safety deposit box. At one point, he had about eight Robert Downey Jr. autographs from the Iron Man set, and they're like... Well, when then and then the because Rittenhouse was selling him right. He said like early on for was it two hundred a piece on the website. The that, well, those are the helmet ones. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah. 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 For what four or five grand a piece? Yeah. The um the Stark the Stark uh, the Stark ones, uh, which is Robert Downey Jr.'s face. They're the they're the they're the higher end. They're about four k. Um, and I think the someone in our um uh, Frank in Character Club was following the Iron Man variant. And that went on eBay. It was, I think it ended up about two and a half. So they're creeping up. Yeah. They're creeping up now because um, he's not signed for anything else. No. Hey, and I want to make it clear, by the way, I'm not one of those people that everyone jumps in and says, this guy only, only pulls great stuff. Like, I make my donations to Upper Deck in my local <laughs> store. I have had plenty of 
plenty of shadow box hits and those manufactured hits. Like I'm, I'm with everybody here where the pain has definitely outweighed the joy, but we talk about the joy because it's what makes us happy. Just to make that yeah. very clear. Like, well, no, no, no. Punches said, I love that. I mean, the manufactured hits. Manufactured, I mean, people are on two minds. I mean, some sets, the manufactured hits, I absolutely love. Like, um, there's a set, uh, Marvel Flare, um, which is here somewhere. Um, I will, I'll, I'll get one of these out for you because they're really nice. Um, and they did an insert. There's kind of like a patch insert, but it is literally, it's the corner boxes from the um, oh, yeah. comics, and they've recreated them as a little patch. Uh, there we can oh, that's see really that. nice. Um, yeah, so they're really actually nice. really nice. I mean, that's Cloak and Dagger, number five. Um, and they're beautiful, but some of them, it's like, you know, I, I got a, um, uh, was it a Star Wars Rise of Skywalker? And it's just a, this most bizarre manufactured patch. And it's, you know, <laughs> it's not even relevant to the films. You know, you don't no. see those in the film. Um, <laughs> and it's the most bizarre thing. So it just has no uh, bearing whatsoever. Um, but some of them are cooler than others. I will grant you that. Like the, um, uh, was it the film cell? The film cell ones I like. Um, even though then probably not on celluloid at all. I think they're all digital, these films. Um, I've got some here. Where are we? Anyway, so I just turned is... 31, and my, my parents know um, that I'm still a child. And so my mom, my dad, my dad <laughs> hates supporting the hobby and what I do um, in the most loving way. But my mom <laughs> tries to give me a box of cards for my birthday because she knows it's what like I love to do. Yeah, and yeah. they're sitting there watching me open every pack of a box of Endgame, right? And pack for pack what are you gonna get what are you gonna get and it was the last pack i'm like here it is the hit is in this last pack and everyone's on the edge of the seat and i got a one shot metal card of oh Jerry yeah Renner. and they're like is that good i'm like oh, yeah <laughs> well <laughs> for, so for about for about three days it was probably equivalent to a michael keaton autograph and then it yeah. got the value just went off the cliff you know when everyone <laughs> redeemed all the stuff <laughs> there. No, the film sales i like the film sales where are we well, uh, you know what? I'm going to turn my background off because this is not going to work. Because um, <laughs> we are among friends here. We're not exactly putting this one up on YouTube. So there we go. It's my loft behind me. There we go. So the film cell, the film cell ones are quite nice. Oh, oh, yeah. I quite like those. They're yeah, pretty good. They look good. Um, it's, it's just hard, man. It's hard when you're chasing those autos and you're chasing those high-end stuff and the, the hit yeah. is, you know, those, those memorabilia cards or those kind of patch cards. It's just a little hard to swallow sometimes. Like, I look but, at the, the big relics that they put in the in the 10th anniversary set. Those yes. Nice. Those were yeah. sick. And those they go for – those costume cards actually go for a fair, fair amount of money. Um, I will come back to – talking about those costume cards from the eclectic collect eclectic collection that's what they're called um in the 10th uh, anniversary mcu set and they are massive relatively um swatches of fabric from 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 the movie production um i'll come back to those uh, when because there's something i want to talk about in a, in a little bit um so you so you tell us about because you, you you mentioned sports and you mentioned high school so that's obviously clearly kind of where your background is and you're a sports reporter so i'm guessing sports cards were your thing oh yeah uh, so gr growing up in detroit um in the 90s hockey was really really big and so just here to my right i mean i have a bunch of autograph photos from when i was a kid and um the red wings were winning the stanley cup you know four, four times when i was young and so 
all of us were huge. We would get the uh, the Fleer metal cards in, in 1997 when they, you know, would put the big arm sleeves on a guy with the gun and the cannon, and you'd bring those to the <laughs> playground and trade them. And and then my <laughs> uncle was into it, so he was trying to take me up a couple of notches. All right, here's how you get the rookie cards. And and around that time was the first game used swatch that Upper Deck put in um, their uh-huh. hockey cards. And that wasn't that didn't even enter my mind or stratosphere or anything like that for a few years because I was still in in, in elementary school. Um, but as as collecting started to evolve with sports, uh, you know, then they started putting autographs in there. And I remember pulling a rookie card of uh, a Red Wings rookie who was a, a finalist for rookie of the year, Henrik Zetterberg, and it disappeared from my collection. And nobody nobody at my house cared about my collection. My brother was out of it by then. My parents, like I said, weren't into it. And it came to Christmas time, and I finally said to my parents, I said, "What happened to my Henrik Zetterberg rookie card? Like, that was one of my biggest pulls ever." And my mm. mom said. I sent it to one of our friends who was who was going to try to get it signed for you. I said, that ruins the value. And she goes, I thought getting his autograph would be a good thing. I'm like, it, it is, but it doesn't. You can get his autograph now in packs. It's different. Um, so there was an education that I that I took in from people about collecting cards, but then I also had to give the people around me. And now my wife, <laughs> bless her heart, you know, listens to all of this and listen to my excitement about when I, I connected with you guys to get on your podcast here. And she said, you know, that's awesome. And she's supportive and she's got a big heart. But there are so many layers now to collecting um, that I just love. But yes, it started with sports. It's what I do for a living. And and um, and now we do uh, we do some some upper deck entertainment boxes every once in a while on like Facebook Live on our work pages and everything. And, and we built up quite a, a community here in Detroit that, that likes to celebrate all this. No, oh, that's amazing. I so, love that. So that's interesting. So, cause I remember you, I think you mentioned somewhere on Twitter that upper deck had sent you a box to open. And obviously, so that's obviously a PR thing that they do yes. uh, by doing that. So, so, uh, and I, I, I kind of thought that they did that, but that you, you've kind of confirmed that they, you know, that that's the kind of thing that that they do. Um, who knows, Nine? Maybe we'll get something to it. Who knows? Who knows, sir? YouTube channel. Who knows? Um, well, I will be sharing this everywhere, so hopefully, and I'll. Tell oh, you brilliant! Thank you. Uh, Thank you. So, well, interest. It, <laughs> no, it's funny. Yeah, yeah, sorry. It's funny that you said the the wife thing. My wife will try to buy me something of cards, and she's like, "I just don't know what to get you," because she's like, because she hears me <laughs> ramble on, and she's so nice to like hear me ramble on. She's like, sure. "I'm just not how sure how rare it is. Is it that clean?" She's like checking corners to try to figure out a gift yeah. to get me, and she's like, "I'm giving up. Anything you want that's not." cards you can have it i love you but i'm sorry and it's the funniest thing because it's true right i mean the hobby when you get that into it all of a sudden you start realizing well no this card needs mm-hmm. to stay clean i don't want it autographed mm-hmm. because it ruins like the idea oh, yeah. for me of the card and the tears of insanity that it comes down to is quite a lot i know it is wild right it's so much fun man it's it's um it's interesting my wife won't won't even engage um on that front so she's like she won't even say oh i'd like to buy something cards but i don't know what to get you she won't even say you know she won't even go there with that um, <laughs> but what she um uh, I, I equate it to kind of like the the edict that she gave me a few years ago which is um uh don't ever try and buy me anything like a bag or or clothes jewelry fine you know, but anything like that, it's kind of you're stepping onto dangerous territory where nine times yeah. out of ten you're going to want to have kept the receipt. And I'm like, okay, I, I get it. So I kind of figured it's it's on that wavelength. Um, so I'm always interested because if you started with sports, and interestingly, Brian, um, with his kind of higher end um, focus on MCU autos, he's got a very deep um, sports card background. 
right. uh, where he talks about cards that he was, you know, acquiring and getting graded, and you know, keeping a collection as an, you know, a hand-me-down. And then his 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 boys weren't interested in it; they were interested in Marvel, which is what started him off on that journey. Um, so, um, so from a sports point of view, coming into Marvel cards, which is a pretty small scene compared to the vast, vast plethora of sports cards that are across all the different pillars of American sports. What's your kind of key thing that you found surprising or that you found was the same? Or how, how did you relate sports cards to then coming into non-sports? Well, they're definitely harder to find on a local level. Like brick and mortar shops are are disappearing. They're starting to pop back up, right? Because the industry's booming across the board. But I'll call comic book shops in the area. Um, I've kind of stopped now. And, I, and when I first got into it, I would I would assume that okay, they're going to have. I, I collect Star Wars cards as well. Hey, do you guys have any Star Wars cards? Do you have any, um, you know, Marvel cards? And they'd go, We don't know Star Wars, but we have Marvel. What kind of Marvel are you looking for? And I told you, I, I don't I don't collect like the Flare or Spider Man Ultra. I said the, the ones from the movies. And, and the amount of responses I'd get from people that would just go, Nobody collects those. I'm like. I wow. call you right now. I'm telling you that I do. I'm looking for them. Like you've got a buyer here, or Ugh. you know, I'll go and cover our comic cons um, for work because oftentimes they'll have like like Ric Flair, the wrestler. One time was at yeah. a local comic con, and I went and interviewed him. He had a tie to Michigan football's pro- Michigan's football program, and so I kind of weaved it all in. And then I said, "Great, I'll go walk around and see if anybody's selling cards." And of this whole local comic con, there was one guy with a stand, and he goes, "Buddy, I'm not even going to be here next year. Like these just don't sell." And I, I said, what, "What are you talking about?" And you know, the prices were crazy. So I think that's my biggest takeaway is you got to buy early I, I tell my local my local shop that you know hey I, I'll, I'll buy either a few boxes or a box of this product if you can get it ahead of time and uh and that helps but i mean like right now i'm trying to look for end game cards no shot unless i'm gonna go online there's no way yeah no there's no way of doing it and it's true man like i've it's weird so like on the other side of this right like i love the mcu cards and i can't wait for them to get the surfer in there so i can go ham because i know it's going to get crazy for me (laughs) i'm just going to buy everything but like on the like on the 90s kind of like marvel art card front right i do the same thing i'm calling everybody hey what's going on people are like yo those don't sell or i get the other one where it's like yeah i have this stack here that's just put in a box it's all 90 stuff but it's all like the generic and just scratched up not kept nice and yeah. and those cards are beautiful regardless but they're just thrown in boxes mm-hmm. and it's very much an undervalued part of like cards is the whole like non-sport marvel especially the marvel angle right because you had the marvel boom and now it's over and everyone who was burned by that doesn't want to touch them anymore it's pretty i didn't realize that so it was it was like super hot in the 90s and then people get burned yeah so like when you and i were kids so like you're 31 i'm 34 so you know similar age um right when you and i were growing up you're not ancient you're beautiful (laughs) (laughs) darling um so when you and i were younger what was going on was you got into sports i I was doing pokemon and marvel at the time and what happened was they had marvel packs and marvel cards at malls you remember you could get a pack of cards walking into the dentist's office for god's sakes right you could do it anywhere and after 95 95 96 right there they overproduced 
and they dropped off in popularity and all of a sudden they were gone. And that's when owners started like throwing them out, keeping in the 99 cents bin. It just became a whole thing. But sports cards, you know, sports cards always kept consistent because at time of sports, you were getting like you were saying, the memorabilia cards, the jersey cards, the autograph cards. It got kind of the inserts became more and more premium. Marvel fell out. And then when Marvel came back with 16, Marvel Masterpieces 16, all the premium things that were done in sports started to kind of like make their way into Marvel cards. And that's kind of like where we are now, like the end game stuff, those autos, the diamond relics. It's just great, like not copying, but, you know, echoing sports cards. You got to evolve. And I think that maybe took them a while to do in the sports card industry, but um, it's, it's happened across the board. It is cool to see it with this because those, like we talked about the manufactured relics, like those exquisite cards from Endgame, the diamond ones, those are so I, I'm almost rather have yeah. some of those than some of the autographs and not because of the diamond, just because it puts kind of a sports branding, the foil and, and just that extra detail. And you were talking you know, about the, the thickness of the cards. Like there's something to that extra effort and upper deck, I so, think is definitely starting to realize that more. Yes. Absolutely. I mean, the the um, uh, the other important thing about the nineties, of course, is Marvel themselves went bankrupt in ninety six. So you know, yes, all of a sudden they had that yeah. whole collapse of the comic industry, and you know, they barely um, uh, stayed around. So um, so yeah, it was just that that every year there was more stuff being produced, more comics, more you know, ridiculous gimmicks like hologram and foil covers and you know 15 issue ones which we're kind of almost back to in some ways with modern variants, the variants of, yeah of comic book covers but um i mean the one the one period i, w- I will say is that you know masterpieces 96 uh, sorry 2016 obviously was where that kind of premium and stuff kind of really hit some um, they'd done it before with premiere which was more of a sketch based set but there was a steady stream of product from kind of 2005 right through to about 2014 from Rittenhouse, but that was all comic art based. I think they did maybe two movie sets. Um, they did the first Iron Man set, Rittenhouse. That's right. The first Iron Man movie. Yeah, that's right. Set, that's right. Um, and I think they did a Hulk set at the very beginning of their tenure. Um, with the Marvel license, they did, but, I think they did Agents of Shield too. On that yes, first that's theory. right. Yeah, they did the that's first right. Those. That's right. Um, and which, which actually, I'm I'm always quite surprised that Agents of Shield isn't as valued yeah. as the MCU stuff because it's technically the same, even though it's gone in a very different direction um, over the last few years. Um, but you know, you've got Clark Gregg in there. You've got Jamie Alexander who played Sif. Um, I'm just trying to think who else. Bill Paxton signed for season one of Agents of oh. Shield. Um, There's uh, some Peggy Carter autographs in, in a couple of those series too. Wow. Okay. Yes. Haley Atwell. Um, She's great, by the way. Like she oh, yeah. does such a good job, man. Wow. I've, I've started following her on Instagram. She's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what I keep hearing too. Yeah, she's that's cool. funny. She's worth a follow. Um, so you. Um, is it uh, you? You mentioned the end game. I saw a really sweet video that you sent me a link of. I think I think it's up on your Facebook page, where you did a, a box opening of Homecoming. Yeah. Was it with your Was it with your little boy? Uh, it was. Yeah, he's three years old, Matthew. It was. Um, it was far from home. Ah. It was. Ah. It was, uh, it was. That was the box Upper Deck sent us. And just so people again don't want to punch me through the screen, we got a manufactured hit in that box. So like, it's not like they, <laughs> they, they don't set aside like the gem autograph like and throw those to people like me. Um, <laughs> But that's what was so cool about it, because of course, as I'm going through, I'm like, "All right, we're gonna pull, you know, we're gonna pull an autograph out of here. It's gonna be sweet." Like, here comes the Jake Gyllenhaal, um, and the manufactured Mysterio kind of like snow globey looking thing. Yeah, 
we had gotten one of those in a box that I bought from my local shop. And my son, every time we have family over, look at my Spider-Man card. Like, he thinks that thing is the coolest thing. And he takes it out of the case because he likes how, like, the rubbery feel of it. And mm. so we got another one of those in this box. And he was flipping out. Like, he was screaming up to my wife and daughter, we got a, mis- <laughs> uh, he can't say Mysterio, like, a Mysterio mis- card. And I'm like, okay, have, you know, like, we did the Aww. first time. Like, we bought this. That's a hit for the pocket. But, like, isn't that why we all got into this, right? Like, those cards that, that meant so much to me. Like, whatever he gets into in life, if that's in his collection someday, that'd be really cool. Yeah. Love that. And it's true, man. That's what happens, right? I mean, I remember being a kid and pulling my card and like, it wasn't a card that was worth anything over the moon, but it was like, it were worth the world to me. Yeah. 100%. That's such a lovely story. That's awesome, man. That's That's great. It did help that like a week later we went and bought the last far from home box from the shop. And I had bought some hockey cards that day as well. Just for, it's like my favorite product, SP authentic that comes out. And I pulled out of one SP authentic box a card that I ended up flipping and paying for everything that I got, which was great. But in the last box, I got a card of a guy that we did a story on that lived locally. We spent the whole day with him. Um, so I got his autographed rookie card. That one's staying in the collection. I sent him a nice. message. Dude, I just pulled one of your rookie cards. And then in the far from home box, I pulled a Tom Holland diamond autograph out of 25. And my Ooh. wife goes, go play the lottery. So guys, I went and played the lottery <laughs> and I didn't win. No, you not. <laughs> you're winning you're winning you've got tom holland's coming out that's hilarious it's like like that thing with ofra you you get a tom holland you get a tom holland everyone gets a tom holland (laughs) everyone gets one um you um so so which um where did you which was your first marvel set was it the avengers one you mentioned the first first avengers movie movie, yeah and have you have you done like everyone since every movie yeah, pretty close to it. I, I I I try to go get it. I know like the Doctor Strange ones. They tried like the one card pack thing. I did a box. I tried to do a super premium version, didn't they? That's right. Yeah, I didn't do too hot on the first on the box that I did, so I didn't I didn't go much further with that. Um, but yeah, I've done almost every set, and I I'm like old school in a way where I like to get the whole set and put it in the binder, um, keep it away to never be opened again. And my wife wonders how many shelves do we need of binders that you're never going to open but um, you know it's the, the answer the answer to that question is always yes yeah <laughs> my uncle that got me into it they've moved like three times since my wife came into the family and she's like don't you watch and see how many of those 90 sets move with each other house and that he just keeps saying he's got to do something with them and yeah he doesn't do anything with them which i love them and we love them but i'm like yeah i know yeah. this is different though this, so this, this is this is totally different so this is that first avengers set Oh, nice. That is that Avengers um, Assemble. Uh, Avengers Assemble. I say that because that's what the movie was called in the UK, not Avengers, uh, which is uh, just what you guys know it as. So. Um, but, no, it's great. I've, I was going to part with this set, but now I've kind of gotten into my MCU a little bit. I'm, I'm kind of hooked, um, really if you like. Set. It is, really it is a lovely set. It's got a lot of elements to it. There's some elements of it that are really difficult to get now, and you just simply don't see them at all on um, on eBay. And even if you do, you see the the the, um, the Heroes Evolve part of that set was 60 of those, and they're really tough. You don't see many of them around. Um, and there's some beautiful comic cover cards. Oh, yeah. We we always talk about the comic cover cards and how wonderful it would be to get a collection of those together just from all the various sets that have got them and they're they're, they're absolutely stunning. Um stunning cards, really nicely produced. So so yeah, no I'm 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 digging that. But fortunately these in the UK I can usually pick up some of the earlier MCU stuff. 
you know, because it was you you could get it over here. It was the distribution wasn't as as strict as it is now, because yeah. um, Upper Deck don't have a license to um, distribute in other territories, and I think they're only allowed to sell it to dealers in other territories after the product's been out for a year. Well, the MCU stuff now doesn't last that long, right? You know, yeah, no one's gone. Soon, it's yeah. gone. Um, I mean, Endgame on Upper Deck has got, as we speak, I think it's down to about 15, 14 cases remaining. Good. Get rid of them because I keep buying it. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I'm done. Because <laughs> uh, it's four cards to pack. And if you, you know, it's high risk, high reward. Yeah. You know, but if you don't hit, it, 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 it hurts. Hurts. <laughs> <laughs> it hurts massively. Um, I, I think I maybe have done probably about eight packs of it over the two months or so since it came out. You have willpower. Uh, uh, yeah, well, no. I've, <laughs> it's yeah, I've a rare... I've also not got much money at the moment because I've um, I've been um, uh, furloughed um, on reduced wages, so it's um, I haven't had the money to spend. Um, so I don't have willpower, which is why I've got quite a lot of credit card bills to pay off as well. Um, this is this is my problem, but um, I do. Um, uh, I haven't actually. We haven't talked about this on the podcast. I, I sent it to you on Twitter, which I know you were quite impressed with, and and I haven't talked about this to anyone really because I kind of wanted to keep it for me because I knew I knew I knew people might want it. Uh, but I pulled uh, an Elizabeth Olsen inscription autograph on my third pack. Uh, I think it was you know the one where she's she's written "You will," yeah, um, and I don't have any top cast autographs at all so i'm like all right that one's for me i'm not that that's not going anywhere you know i'm not going to tell anyone about it although i just have um but, uh, <laughs> but so it's that's weird because on the podcast everything <laughs> everything eventually comes out for me and me and you're like no i don't want any trade offers i'm going to keep this quiet and then we get talking we're like ah there it is yeah. it's already out forget that it one, that one is now out of reach of anyone being able to trade it for me so um, question go on hit us Okay, so my thought lately has been, and it kind of came up in the EPEC chat I saw, um, a set after this. Like, they did the 10th anniversary set. Yeah. Do you think, like, Tops does annually, like, three or four times, do you think that Upper Deck will dip in and, and, and do Marvel sets from the MCU and, and bring back some of these characters and say, hey, Chris Evans, come back and sign? Because what I see by some of the sale prices is that I think a lot of us are assuming that that's not going to happen. So people are trying to snatch up Chris Evans and, and some of these guys that are kind of done. I think, um, well, uh, I think Upper Deck will probably have pitched it to Marvel. Um, in terms of you know product, um, I'm, this is all speculation, by the way. I don't know any of this for sure. But if I were them, I certainly would have pitched it. Um, a lot of the autographs they get on uh, stickers, so who knows how many they've already got that they haven't actually issued and put on cards, because they might have done a deal with Chris Evans, for example, to sign 500 stickers, and they might have only used 300 of those. So they could have another 200 of his autographs sitting there that could go on any card. I mean, it could go on a card of your face, Brad. I mean, that would be brilliant, wouldn't it, to have a Chris Evans autograph of your picture? <laughs> but, no, um, not really. But, but, uh, but yeah, yeah. No, as soon as I said that, I realised how silly it sounded. But um, we'll carry on. <laughs> um, so, um, but we, we did an interview with um, someone, I put it, was it Bubby, um, kind of alluded yes. to the fact that when they first started doing the movie sets, it was a lot easier to negotiate because they negotiate directly with the, with the artist, the, with the talent, you know, with the actor to, for them to come and sign. So I don't think that's via Marvel at all. I think that's directly with the, um, uh, the actor and their representatives. So, 
Um, and I think he alluded to the fact that Chris he- Chris Hemsworth has signed for pretty much everything that Upper Deck have done. I think he's one of their most common signers. And I think the the the, the what I got from what what we were told on that interview was that he was cheaper when they first started working with him than he is now. So obviously their 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 bank goes up. You know they can they can negotiate more. So who knows? I mean, it might be that. You know, if they do need to go back to the well on some of those guys, it's not financially viable for them to, you know, even if the actor is willing to do it. You know, there are some actors who've not signed. Uh, I don't think we've seen a Scarlett Johansson one. I might be right. wrong. No. Um, I and we haven't. And I was going to, I was going to wait to touch on this later, but we'll touch on it now. I don't think we've had a Chadwick Boseman, uh, which is which is sad. Um, uh, obviously, people would have, you know, really. It, it, if he'd signed, it would have been even before his passing would have been one of the hottest autographs oh, yeah. there would have been, you know, up there with Robert Downey Jr. Um, so, you know, there's some there's some actors who simply have never I don't think Samuel L. Jackson has signed for an MCU set. Not for Marvel, no. No. I know he signed for Star Wars because I think Brian was telling us that he'd got a Star Wars tops on demand set because it had a Samuel L. Jackson auto just because he wanted the Samuel L. Jackson auto and he sent me the, the set actually. He sent it to me and he said, yeah, you can have it. Um, so, Well, that's the interesting thing too, right? I mean, you, you, Brad, you do Star Wars too, right? Yeah. Yeah, so like looking at how they do with Star Wars signatures, do they – because I, I only do a little bit of Star Wars. I don't have that much. But – those autographs, they really like Tops really keeps a handle on that. They have the on demand stuff. They have their website. They do those limited. Uh, they do the living set and then Tops on demand. So they have those one of ones that they put up on their site, which is pretty crazy. Um, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt that Upper Deck is hopefully had the foresight to see into the future and kind of pull some of these, you know, hold some of them back, have them on sticker. I don't know if we're going to see them on card anymore. I don't know if that's going to happen because that doesn't seem to like carry over. I don't, I don't see many of them that are on card anymore. Is that, is it so for you, Brad, is that a big deal? An an autograph being on card as opposed to on sticker? Not as much as it is to other people. No, it, it, it really, it really isn't. And if anything to me, because as a collector, sometimes I look at it and say, well, if there's an on card on eBay for a hundred bucks, or if there's a sticker for 60 bucks, I'm going to go after the sticker. Like I, if I just want to collect somebody that I like to collect, that that's what I'll go seek out. Um, so if it means more to some people, I get it. Like those exquisites in, in hockey, they put them on card. Like that's a big thing in exquisite. You're on card and it looks really yeah. nice. And I, and I could imagine if the exquisite um, diamond cards for end game were on card, those would be like they are even priced higher. Um, but no, not a huge deal for me because I also, in, in interviewing a lot of the athletes, I'll ask them about, you know, signing cards and, and they get shipments occasionally throughout the seasons. And I've watched some of them do the stickers and they can blow through those things. So I get from many different perspectives why they do the stickers. Um, it, it was cooler on card, obviously, when we saw that you know, regularly. <laughs> also, but I, I do understand why they've done it and how they've gone through it. Yeah. Um, the uh, It's interesting you touch on the... the, the um, sports cards there i've recently gotten into nfl in the past year um and boy what a rabbit hole um i know you're yeah. more on the hockey side of things i mean i think it's the same with hockey and basketball but um the nfl stuff is just a giddy dizzying volume of sets per year and f- ranging from your 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 your, your smaller sets you know your, your your don russ your score your things like that right up to your flawless and your 
uh, what's the other? There's another top end one as well that I can't remember off the top of my head. But yeah, possibly, yeah. Um, and the one I settled on was unfortunately kind of slightly on the higher spectrum because um, I, I was kind of like, this is this is a rabbit hole, and you can't, you know, it's bad enough trying to own everything with Marvel. Trust me, I know. Um, but um, with NFL stuff, it's like, okay, so I was either going to go after my team and or go after a particular series, um, and I've decided to try and do a little of both. Um, so my series is uh, contenders on the NFL side of things. Oh, those are nice looking uh, cards. They are beautiful looking cards and um, no one, it won't mean anything to you, but they kind of look like a, they're designed to look a bit like a ticket. Yeah. Um, oh, that's so, cool. Um, and that, yeah, they're pretty cool. Um, is one of your like little ones about to join us on the podcast or... there, Brad? <laughs> yeah, I, I think I, I, I'm, I'm home alone with my three-year-old and the two-year-old and I'm shocked that they have watched the movie right now as long as they have because that's usually not the thing. But they're also both trying to potty train, and my daughter's coming down the stairs screaming no for the last 20 minutes. So I don't know if you've ever had this happen during the podcast, but you I'm carry on. Kids, real quick. Yeah. Are you okay, Emma? Okay, good. She's okay. She's doing great. Oh, marvelous. Oh, well, well, we won't edit that out. Actually, that'll be quite a fun little interview for people. So, um, yeah, it is a word from our sponsors. Um, oh, I can see one of them's just <laughs> one of them's just crossed over behind hey, you. Want to come say hi to our friends? You want some pirate booty for your moody? Come here. Come tell these guys what we opened. What kind of? Come here, real quick. Say hi. They're good friends of ours. Come here. What kind of cards did we open right here when we were sitting here opening? What cards did we open? Yeah! Ooh. Wow! That's so yeah. cool! You say hi, Emma? Yeah. <laughs> Alright, you need to be the big man in charge, Emma. You too. Yeah. You want to say hi, Emma? Yeah. You say hello? Hi! Hi! Hi, okay. Emma! Okay, you go be a big brother, you be a big girl. I'll bring up Pirate Booty in two minutes, okay? Yeah! You know, you want to show him? Yeah. Okay. Okay. She wants to show you her uh, Toy Story toys. This is exactly what everybody's listening to on the podcast. Oh, wonderful! Oh, so. That's brilliant. Is that great? Look at Woody. How cool! Okay. I'll be right up. Okay. Can we meet you right back upstairs? I love you guys. Thank you so much. Okay. Okay. I'll be right there. He's, he's chewing on a saw. He's chewing on a saw. He's not a real saw. He has good taste. Tell listeners. Yeah. yeah, I think I should tell listeners. Uh, Brad, do you need do you need to bounce, sir? Probably in a minute here. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, that's quite all right. Listen, well, let's do this again okay. when you've when you've got a bit more time, um, and because uh, I I haven't even started scratching on on some of the stuff we were going to talk about. Um, but um, but listen, thanks for jumping on. Um, I hope this works. I mean, I hope you guys can use this. No, no it's great. Oh, we can use this. No, we'll yeah, this, this will be part we'll one. Carry on. We'll carry awesome. on. And have a, we'll carry on and have a little chat once you've once you've dropped okay. off, and then you know it'll be a whole thing. Okay, cool. Because it's I, they came down here. And they came down here with the noter. So while potty training's happening, there's also potty training, you know, the goods and good and bad. So hey, I, I, Brad, I gotta Brad, Brad. <laughs> you, you carry on doing your potty training. No worries, you know, brother. I, I get it. I'm I'm 47, and I'm going to be starting doing it again soon for myself. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, buddy. Thanks, Brad. Right, Brad. Brad has left us. Um, that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> that was so much fun. We have to get him. Like, we've got to get him back. Show. He was so we'll cool. Back, but his kids are so sweet. Oh, they're so nice. Yeah, they are. That broke my heart. Yeah, no, it's, it's brilliant. I love that people can invite. I mean, I. I don't know if my daughter could handle a Spider-Man film and she's five. So I mean, it's, it's, it's incredible that his kids can watch them when they're free and two, <laughs> which is brilliant. Um, 
Uh, but, um, so, so I, I was gonna, I was gonna talk with Brad. I was gonna talk about uh, Chadwick Boseman passing, um, which uh, I kind of wanted to get it. I wanted to get his perspective on it, um, simply because, well, a, uh, wow, I mean, uh, shock, just yeah. absolute shock. Um, I can't imagine. Well, you know, I can't imagine what it'd be like to have to uh, battle that. But if you consider the, the, from what I'm reading in the in the reports, is that he's been dealing with it for four years. During that time, he filmed Black Panther, Civil War, <laughs> Avengers, uh, Infinity War, Avengers Endgame, and Twenty One Bridges, and worked on lots of other projects, and just didn't tell anyone. So. I, you know, at the end of the day, that might have been a good distraction for him. Yeah. I can only imagine how hard that was to deal. I mean, the thing that I feel for him had to be those interviews, man, like putting on a smile and having to do certain things like that, like marketing obligations or whatever the case yeah. may be. I feel for him that I mean, that's I mean, honestly, that film, that was a changing point Absolutely. for for a lot of people. And that 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 Black Panther film, I think that Black Panther film did a lot of good. A lot, a lot of good, man. And that story, in my opinion, that's the that's the strongest story of all the MCU films. It's that's the thing. Regardless of, of it, anything else, it's a really good film. It's Beautiful. a brilliantly made film. It's a beautiful film. It's got an amazing story. It's brilliantly cast, and yeah. it, it does something culturally that is uh, just just touches on a completely underrepresented area of uh, MCU. Uh, pop culture generally and just just generally yeah just like you know having having such a a a brilliant positive reaction and role model for for kids is just amazing i mean my little girl um she'll always now she she doesn't she started to go off the male superheroes she wants to see female superheroes nice and she's really starting to get into black widow because she's got red hair so she's kind of ah uh, that's cool I mean, oh. you know I, I put a photo of her holding a jean gray card up you know when she'll come up here and she'll go oh can i have a card daddy and i'll go through my dupes because i love her but i don't love her that much i have i have standards <laughs> i love her but you know not that much yeah, i love her that's but she's funny not, she's not having one of the collections um yes. and she um and she'll I go. Like and she'll, I'll, I'll be going through. Like I'll grab a bunch of Theoctra X Men, ninety five. Which actually, for a five year old, some of them are pretty full on. Um, and I'll be going through, and she goes, yeah. "I want a lady one. I want a lady one." And I'm offering a Wolverine. I'm offering a Professor X. She's like, "No, I don't. I don't want that. I want a lady card." So it is is interesting. She wants to be able to relate and have that relate relating to what she's seeing in what effectively is you know people used to sit around and tell stories and do campfires and then read books to each other it is you know it's 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 more than pop culture it is culture now for a lot of people you know it's it's, it's mainstream it is it is the stories that you sit around the campfire and tell to each other and to see for some of these you know not to touch on a lot of the stuff going on in america and around the world but it seems particularly um, prevalent in America at the moment and the um, divisions um, in American society and culture um, to have that you know to have that representation I can't I can't even begin to understand how that must have felt 
for 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 people of color in America. Um, or of uh, uh, you know of, of women of every, everywhere. I mean, honestly, yeah. you know, people make fun of it. Idiotic people do that type of stuff. But you know what they don't understand is, and you know whatever. And you know what they don't understand is that when you're a kid, and the only stories you have about heroes and good guys, and you know doing something that's bigger than yourself in a real way, mm-hmm. when you don't, when you're not represented in any of those stories, yeah. That's the worst feeling in the world. You know, it really is. You know, a a lot of things, you know, I'm I'm Hispanic, mixed Syrian, all, you know, French, whatever mutt that I am. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, having the silver surfer be silver. I never had to kind of like deal with that. You know what I mean? Because it was like, you know, it's like when you like like an alien character like Groot or something, something that doesn't have like a human form. You can put any kind of background on that character. And it becomes kind of universal, yeah. right? Yeah. Here, hold on one second. I'll edit that out. My cat was trying to get out. Oh. <laughs> um, when you have anything universal like that, it's it's easier. But when you don't, when you're not able to relate to a character, it's very difficult to partake in something that you find extremely interesting and educational and inspiring. Mm. It's very hard to do that. I think it's great. I think it's wonderful. You know, as you can tell from our intro, I grew up with The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I've been uh, fully represented in in movies, and uh, I know some trees that feel they have too with Guardians of the Galaxy. So, uh, but not meaning to be uh, (laughs) too 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 flippant about it. Um, Trees have feelings too. Um, The um, one of the interesting aspects, and I. Different people will have different takes on this, so I'm just gonna just gonna say my my piece on it. I've noticed very quickly in literally within hours after the news breaking of of, of uh, Chadwick's passing, the cards that have any relation to him, notably the because um, uh, he's never signed, so it's the memorabilia cards yeah. um, being pulled off eBay and being put back on at two, three, four times the price. Um, I've noticed the Black Panther boxes that have been selling for $50, $60, $70 and now um, being sold at 150 and that's gone up from 130 from yesterday, and it's just, you know... I, you know, I said on MCCW, I said, I don't want anyone listing anything uh, Black Panther related for sale, especially Chadwick Boseman related for sale for within seven days of his passing. Because I, I just don't think it's, you know, it feels a bit. No, because then the group, the group just speaks, becomes exploitative. Yeah. And that's not what the group's about. The group's yeah. about having a good time and, and finding cards we yeah. need because. We're making friends across yeah. worldwide and we're able to connect with each other. Yeah. But um, <laughs> but there were comic groups in the UK who did similar after Stan Lee passed. They had, they had a longer window, actually, two-week window. And, of course, Stan Lee signed stuff is is everywhere. The guy wasn't shy with his with his signature. Um, oh, sweet. And, he went everywhere yeah. he could to. Yeah, he was um, a jump. He was, you know, he was the most most positive promotional force I've ever witnessed. Um, yeah. And um, he, uh, the, a lot of these groups said, right, no, no Stanley items for two weeks because because people were trying to, you know, uh, double them. down and, and yeah. hot them, make them up. And so, yeah, I just I just find it. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. Really, I get that it happens, and I get a lot of people say, "Well, strike while the iron's hot." 
do it. I just think, well, if you can look in yourself in the mirror and sleep sleep at night, then more power to you, brother. Go and do it. You know, I mean, especially in America, you know, freedom to do what you want. Um, and in fact, in most places, um, I just think it's a bit of a shitty thing to do. I think it is. Well, look, here's the thing, right? I, and here's the thing. I And I do see a lot on ComC where they advertise Comsy stuff and they're always talking about the flip of the week oh, and all yeah. this other stuff. And they, they, they are putting that audience out there and that, and that kind of behavior out there. And for sports, I get it. And for, you have I a mean, player one week is nothing and a player the right, next you're, week you're literally is the hottest charting, thing ever. It right. literally is a down to how sense. they perform in 100%. sports. But you know, when you I apply think, that to someone who's died. I know. I know. And they do it too. I, I just, you know, for me, I don't know. You know, it's, it's, it's our group. I think that we've made a lot of friends in that group and to keep the positivity and kindness and to get away from any negativity and yeah, saltiness and all this other stuff, you know what I mean? Having a small little limit there, I think is nice. Yeah, I think so. You know, um, I mean, I'm, I'm, um, I'm just kind of only just getting into the um, uh, MCU sets as we talked about with uh, with uh, Brad. Um, you didn't do your your impression of, of how were you saying Brad's name before we got on air? What were, how were you saying Brad? it? Yeah. No. Oh, no. oh, you pronounced Brad. It. There we go. Was it like that? <laughs> In a rather Shakespearean Brad. way. Brad, Bradley, Bradley, Bradley. You are a fantastic, Brad. <laughs> love you very much, Brad. But now you're going, uh, now I'm Vlad. Going now you're no. going, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I can't keep an impression for more than two seconds. This is true. That's that's quite right. Whenever I try and do an, an Indian uh, impression, and I mean India as in the country, not Indian as in Native American, um, whenever I try and do one of those accents, I always end up in Wales within a sentence. Within Wales? That's yeah, I always end up in Welsh. It's bizarre. It's bizarre. Well, and I know a lot saw, of people do that. When we saw Love Island, we were just like going off, man. Oh, you you know what Love Island is. I've heard of it. Oh, God, it's such trash. I'm, it's the reality TV. My wife loves reality TV, so we always get into this kind of stuff. Uh, well, she watches it, I and then I can't to. help myself. I used and to. get to it. Yeah, yeah. It's so bad. But yeah, we do that too. So like um, – Cockney accents and all that other kind of. You do great accents. I'm just not good at it, man, at all. I'm really not. I can't. Um, so yeah, see, I, I used to watch, and and this is this is this is this is my because my, my wife and I have been married eleven years and together just over twelve. So um, I, um, but before uh, before my wife, um, I used to watch a lot more. So I think she's just got better taste than me. Um, but <laughs> I, do you remember something called Temptation Island? Where you had uh, yeah. and they went to an island full of singletons, and the singletons' goal was to make the couples, couples like, cheat on each other. <laughs> yes. and I'm like, wow! And it was this brilliant. Was I loved it. It was, um, <laughs> it was really good. <laughs> I absolutely loved it. Um, never seen it. My wife Emily keeps telling me she's like, we should watch Temptation Island. I was like, oh god, I don't know yeah. if I want to do this, but we it's, might actually. Yeah. Yeah, so, no, track it down. If it's, I, I don't think they make it anymore. It's a long time ago, but um, yeah, I mean that's kind of, kind of the best. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of the earlier version of it. But um, but no, when we were talking, uh, we talked about um, the eclectic collection, uh, which is the uh, Marvel Studios the first ten years set. Now you're used to seeing cards where the 
swatch is that big. Yeah. So that's a yes. that's an Iron Man card. Yeah, the swatch is usually a pretty small thing. Yeah. Right. In the Marvel Studios first ten years, the swatches were that much of the card. They were that Whoa. big. Whoa. So they were big. And I'll put this on the tasting notes, folks. Um That's really cool. So it is. Um and because of that, these these actually go for I've got two of them, and there's quite a few of them. I've got two of them. Um, they go for a uh, – yeah, this one's numbered 20, so you can tell there's at least 20 of them. Uh, that's a Yondu one. Oh. Take it out the top loader so you can you can, you, so cool. you can um, see that. And, yeah, the material's brilliant on them. What I love about the larger format is you get just more of a tech – more of a, a frame for the texture of the material. Wow. Kind of see how – Oh, look at of, that. How yeah, cool is kind that? kind of a rubber ribbing to it. Um. I love that stuff. And they're not. They're, they're thick as well. But they're beautiful cards. Um, so the Black Panther one of this, uh, there's one particular seller in Germany who was quite quick off the mark. Um, but there's a, there's, a, there's a few others as well. And that one had been selling at about, uh, for the Black Panther costume, had been selling for maybe 80, 90 bucks, I think, around that kind of area. Uh, there's one listed on eBay at 300 that went that was taken off and relisted at that. Um, wow. So that's the kind of thing you see. I'm sure it will settle um, to a point. I'm sure some people who hold on to stock will just leave them there and people will have you know, no choice as the cheaper stock dries up. So, um, But we'll wait and see what happens to it. You know, um, it, it, like I said, it will settle and people will kind of, you know, stop seeing things move because, you know, equally, there are people who rush to buy during periods like this. So, you know, yes. it, it wouldn't work then putting the prices up if people weren't suddenly going to buy and say, you know, I've got, you know, I want to own. And, you know, there's a few there's a few bits of um, Reddit card of, you know, I'd love to own the Black, uh, Black, Black Panther costume Reddit card from Eclectic yeah. Collection, but, um, you know, I'm not going to pay that much for it you know i might if i'd have been better off i'd have probably paid um 90 for it but um i'd have done it in the course of getting the set so yeah you know, see, that's the thing yeah. it, it is what it is but the interesting thing uh just my final kind of uh, thing on it is why i find interesting is that there's a lot of people speculating and listing black cat sketches at higher black cat cards from other sets higher that aren't actually that kind of sought after you know there's just mm-hmm. like you know, and there's there's all sorts of interesting speculation and people thinking well if i can earn a few extra bucks why not you know 100 <laughs> percent. that's off to you um i don't think you'll see much other than the costume cards moving that much but it's interesting that the set overall is seeing the black panther set overall which doesn't have the top signers at all i think the top one it's got is martin freeman and angela bassett i think are the top two that it's got so it oh, doesn't weird. have yeah it doesn't have Chadwick Boseman it doesn't have um, uh, the guy who played Eric Killmonger I can't remember his name now um, oh, he's great the guy that he's was he's so good yes um, what's his name <laughs> I've had a mental I've, I'm having a brain fart I'm, I'm um, the worst at names so I was, was not in Creed. he was brilliant in Concussion um, not Concussion oh yeah um, that's right yeah that uh, was good Chronicle Chronicle is the film um Josh Trank's film because Josh Trank went on to do um, uh, the Fantastic Four remake um, oh yeah he was a horrible person apparently uh, apparently <laughs> but his his film Chronicle about three kids who, and it's kind of all done on like found footage kind of stuff uh, his film yeah Chronicle, that's right 
um, is absolutely brilliant. Um, I have to it's check a it really out. Good film. Yes, yeah, Michael really B. Jordan. That's it, Michael, Michael B. Jordan. Jordan. Apologies, Mr. Jordan, for completely and utterly. He's a brilliant actor, your, man. Your, your name. He is so good. He is so so good. Um, but yeah, Chronicle is worth checking out. Um, Josh Trank. It's got Dane DeHaan who played Green Goblin in the in the Alex Garfield Spider-Man movies. Um, Michael B. Jordan, um, and it's about three. Um, Three high school friends stumble upon a discovery that empowers them with superhuman yes. powers, basically. And that's, that's the thing I haven't seen footage. yet. Yeah, yeah, it's really well made, really good. Uh, which, um, anyway, we've just gone on a complete rabbit hole. But anyway, um, <laughs> Michael B. Jordan didn't sign for uh, Black Panther either, so you know the relics are kind. Oh, of I didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah, they didn't get many. I don't think was Forrest Whitaker in Black Panther. I think he was. I think he was like the. He was. He's like the, yeah, he was kind of the shaman guy. He's a shaman. That's it. Yeah, that's what it that's was. It. He didn't sign for it. I don't think. So. Wow. Um, so yeah, interesting. Uh, so anyway, uh, Chadwick Boseman. Um, um, the the best quote I saw that was "Rest in peace, King." No, "Rest in power, King." Ah. Someone said, and I thought that was such. a such a beautiful awesome. beautiful phrase stuff so um rest in power um king um yeah absolutely i i, I kind of feel we should draw a line there this week uh, my friend well would you like to open up some cards with me i bought oh some my on... goodness oh okay you yes. want to yeah hit, yes hit, daddy oh let's do this have you got some on epac or you got I some do. there physically <gasps> let me can i share the screen yes yes uh, my host yes though on skype it doesn't matter who's host anyone can dive in oh look oh, at that lovely there i am oh beautiful oh so he's bought some end game look at this so i bought a box yeah it's disappeared for a minute there we go that's better it's back you bought a box i did oh my goodness me so yeah. i've been holding this for us because i know we were going to talk about mcu so i was like let me do something because i sold oh, something so i was wow. able to get it so okay wow i wanted okay. to partake this is my first mcu box i want right. to partake so you're so. about to get so nine packs four cards a pack so you're about to get uh 36 cards and they're all I'm very excited for you to be um, on this journey. I am, I am, I am, I am. I'm trying to think what I might like to claim dibs on if you pull it. But <laughs> yeah, let's, I mean, we will work on that. I, I'm just have looking something for me to have with me because I, I do think it'd be kind of cool do. to have. No, mate, if you get an exquisite diamond, you'll, you'll love owning one of those. Okay. I think they're beautiful. So that's yeah, really that. one of the big reasons why I well, want to do let's this. Ho- let's hope for that. And not I doubt it because I have the worst pull luck, but we will try and I want to do it with my buddy. So we'll have some fun and get into it. Let's All do right, it right go. now. Are we going to? Are you going to rip this bit out and put it on a video, maybe on YouTube? We can. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah? Perfect. I'll All right, we'll today. do that so yeah. people can see it. Um, and I'll also yeah. go through and I'll screen cap the pulls for the taste. Okay. Notes. I'll, I'll regret promising to do that now. I'm sure. All right. <laughs> wish me luck. You ready? I'm going to do photos as we go through it. Actually. Let's, let's do that. <gasps> How do I do that? How do I do that? Where do you do it? Hang on. Oh let me find gosh. the bunch. Oh gosh, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Okay. Take snapshot. Take snapshot. Right. Which is. All right. Yes. Okay. Right. That's 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 ready. Snapshot. Brilliant. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna Go. put you right over here. Bam. Okay. okay. Here we go. First pack. Okay. So we got yep. one of those. Very cool. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's a that's a tier three. 
That's a tier three? No yeah. way. So you've got tier one, tier two, tier three. Now, tier three, um, there's 10 cards. I think it's a 90 card set. So I think that's 81 or 82 to 90. Um, you've got uh, an Avenger of the Fall and the black ones. They're beautiful. They're, they're used. They're I'm like I got Hulk too. Hulk's one of my favorites. Yeah. Oh, wow. Really good, Captain America. Okay. So what I'm going to do in a moment, but don't go on to the next pack yet. I'm going to take a snapshot. I'll wait until oh, that's off screen. Go for go. it. Hang on. Hang on. Wait till it's flashing. There we go. Lovely. That's Very cool. One. That's is that my hit for the box? No, not yet. No, right? no, 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 no. That's your hit. Okay. For the box. Okay. Let's keep going. <sighs> okay. Pack two of nine. Okay. Yeah. She looks great. So blue is tier one. Uh, or or two. Or two. So the the insert or two, the fourth card is usually a Captain Marvel. Um, okay. Third one is usually the hit and or. Uh, you'll get either Avenger the Fallen or Avengers Assemble in that sort of space uniform that they got. Um, so right. I'm about to take a screenshot before you go to the next box. Okay. When you're back yeah. there, so we'll take that. Lovely. Very cool, very cool. I love the noise very it makes. Cool. Oh, go, go, so go. Much fun. Next box. All right, let's keep going. All right. Act three of nine. All right, War okay. Machine, sick. That's tier one or two. Don't know which. That's tier one or two. That's Another assemble. Uh, an Avengers assemble spacesuit one, and then a Captain Marvel. Okay. Lovely. I'll okay. take a snapshot of that. Oh, shit. Do it. I messed oh, up. No, no, no. I'm the worst person. I got excited. <laughs> I'll come back. I'll come back. That's all right. No, back. I, can, I can do it from the. Um, I can do it. Oh, from yeah. The, yeah, yeah. All right, go. All right, here we go. All right, say something lucky. Um, uh, uh, Felicia's knickers. Done. <laughs> There's the first one. <laughs> Second one. Yeah, one and two. Ooh, ah, nice. it's an Avenger the Fallen Iron Man. Oh, nice. That's nice. That's his mask. And there's right, Cap. Okay, and um, we'll pause at that point. Lovely. Okay. You're almost halfway through. Oh, God. This, this is, is the hump pack. All right. So have we hit our hit yet? Uh, we've hit tier three, but tier three isn't a box hit. Okay. All right. Mm. Uh, oh, oh, oh right, right. You're about to get a hit. When they move the Avenged the Fallen to the second card, it means the third card will be something. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, it's a one shot. So that's a manufactured and it's got a little metal panel in it. Uh, oh, the metal stuff. Sure. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, so it is a manufactured one. Um, they were worth a lot in the first three days because they counted towards the re redemptions. Right. Uh, but now they're kind of, yeah, it's like a manufactured patch kind of thing. Oh. Uh, who is it of? Who is it of? Thanos. So Josh Bro Roden. That's a nice one. That will be a nice one. It is nice. It's pretty. Metal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It is pretty. And there's Cap. So we didn't get an auto, right, but I'm let's keep going. Oh. oh, shit. That's okay. I got it. Oh, it worked. Nice. I got it. Yeah, I got it. All right. Let's see what else. I was flashing, but I did get it. You might still get another good one. Really? Okay. Yeah. So there's Ant Man. Okay. Oh, another Fallen. Nice. Yeah. That's a nice subset of that. Oh, you got Goose. Yeah, Goose. Supreme Intelligence card. Goose is hilarious. I am I could PC Goose. I could quite happily PC Goose. I. I was very tempted. I'll take a snapshot once you move that over to the right hand side, sir. I was very tempted to grab a plate of that card that I saw pop up on eBay. Oh, really? That's yeah, hilarious. and I just, I just didn't have the money. I was like, I could seriously rainbow goose. Um, <laughs> rainbow right, goose. I would love that. 
Can right. well, I'm always on about Marvel masterpieces. Right, that's a tier ah, one or two. Tier one or two. Oh, that's a great. That's a great one of her. Uh, Captain Marvel. That's an another Avengers, Avengers assemble. assemble. Yeah. And nice. Okay, another nice. Captain Marvel, which is always the fourth card to take time. All right, we got two more packs. Two more packs. Oh my goodness, me! I uh, hope everyone is 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 holding on to their nerves at home. Um, right, tier one or two, tier one or two. Damn, I'm just getting all of these great fallen yeah. cards. And that's Captain oh, Marvel. Oh, that's great. Lovely. Okay. Snapchat. Lovely. Right. All right. All right. All Last right. pack. Last I'm pack. You get something else decent here. I don't think so, but I am very happy. Well, uh, rabbit's Give me foot. this a shot. Rabbit's foot. Rabbit's foot. Rabbit's foot. Now. Keep here going. we go. Keep going. Keep going. Uh, you got a higher, first, further, faster, uh, Captain Marvel. That's not a hit. Um, it's one of them, uh, Chase. Okay. Pretty cool. Yeah. All right. Not bad. Not okay. bad. Let's take well, a look at all got... the items. There you go. And let's have a look at that tier three that you got. Where's that? Which is just before, right. just before the Iron Man. Let's have a look at that. What card number is that? Is that 87? Yeah, it's at Tony's... Um, 87. Yeah, Tony's um, uh, memorial service. Nice. Very nice. So, we got that one. So that's Pretty cool. Thing. That's the thing with um, Endgame, is that when it hits, it hits big. When it doesn't, it's like, meh. It hurts. It, it hurts. It does a little bit, because it isn't cheap. But it's fun. No, it, you know, but you've it's got fun. almost all of that Avenge the Fallen set there. Will you... Um, yeah. Will you ship that home? Will you go for that? I pro- is, I'll probably have the whole. Nice, yeah. I'll probably get the whole thing. I don't know how close I am. Yeah. Will you? Um. If you get um, all ten of that. Yeah, they're ten each. So you've got three of the Avengers assemble, and you've got six of the um, um, Avengers the Fallen. So that yeah, Josh Brolin as Thanos. One Pretty shot. cool. I wonder if these are the metal cards. Is this what it's going to look like for the um, 2020? Possibly. Well, the thing is with that, the whole card's not... I think it's just that panel that's metal because it's the same as the... Um, from the Infinity War set, there were these cards. Let me see if I can find one here. Bear with. Bear with, caller. I know I've got one here. In the Infinity War set, there were cards that were... What are they called? Uh, strip mined metals, and it, so it's a card, and in it you receive a trading card with a manufactured metal piece. So it's like that, basically. Oh, interesting. So that that little inset there with uh, Thanos will be that'll be uh, debossed if you like, and there'll be a little window. And interesting. in there is it's a, it's, it's a weird because it's metal, but it's weird cut thing like is, metal. Yeah, but the weird thing, oh yeah, well the interesting, that card's cut like rounded corners, but I don't believe the whole card is metal, unless someone, we can prove me wrong, but but the Infinity War ones are definitely cards and they're supposed to have metal in them, really but as I, as I touch it, it doesn't feel metal, that's the weird thing, it doesn't feel oh. cold like metal, so I don't, quite, I don't quite get it, I just don't quite get it, um, I mean they're nice cards, but... Um, they're nice cards. They're nice cards. Yeah. So yeah, not well bad. done. There well you done. go. Yeah. Not bad that at all. Was, uh, that was so. There's one less box on in the world. E-pack. Um, oh mate, I would have loved to you to a pull an exquisite. It would have been cool. I don't. Been. This is why I do more eBay hunts. But 
I am very happy with the poster yeah. stuff. Well, you know, the tier three will be nice. I can trade that off for something. I'm sure. The tier three, you will definitely be able to trade off. I'm. Um, I will probably pick those. I'll pick up the redeemed ones or just pick them up off eBay at some point. I'll just get them all, all as a set. Um, it's just the easiest way mm. to do it because um, um, getting them unredeemed because you do get. Uh, I think you get one of the. There's an achievement card for every tier. So tier one is kind of about 40 cards. I think tier two is about 30 cards. And I think tier three is about 10 cards. I've got the mass on that wrong because it doesn't add up to 90. But um, And then for each of those achievement cards, you can trade all three of them and you get the black Thanos one, I think. Um, oh, that's it's a nice not a signed one. one, but it is a black. You know what? Let, let's let me let me share my screen, and I'll, sh- I'll show it. Yeah, let's check it out. Um, let me find it. Um, start sharing. Start sharing. Can you see my screen, dear? Yes, I can. can. Right. Let me move you over there because I don't want you in the way. Lovely. How dare you? Uh, do you feel moved, dear? Do you feel moved? Yes, I do. I feel mm. personally moved out of the way. Mm, good. <laughs> Um, so when while I'm looking for this um, let's think about when this episode is going to drop because as we record it it is the 30th of August and we have let me think so we have a very exciting episode coming up next week yes Uh, we've got um, another uh, we've got another two actually really exciting artist um, interviews lined up for you people Um, and then what have we got after that we've got this one and then yeah we've got some cool stuff coming up I'm really excited I agree yeah it's going to be really fun stuff coming up Um, here we go so Avengers and Captain Marvel base set achievements they're called so for tier three you get an achievement and it looks like oh come on here we go so here we go this is the one for tier three so you get scarlet witch versus thanos oh cool so it's kind of it looks like one of the basically oh nice still of that particular scene from endgame where scarlet witch is pretty much kicking his butt I mean, she gives huh. him a pretty good pasting. Uh, there's Captain Marvel versus Thanos there for Tier 2 achievement. Um, and Cap versus Thanos, which is all obviously Captain America uh, versus Thanos. So, um, But if you get all three of those, you can get... And this is, this is where it's going to take me a little bit of time because the list of... In, the inserts list for Endgame is absolutely ridiculous. So I've actually got to focus on it as I'm scrolling down through. Base set achievements. Then you get collection black achievements. Here we go. This is the one. And these would have been on the tasting notes for uh, Brian Bow too. So you get Letitia Wright achievement which is that first black one there. It's not signed. It's just a oh, really... that's beautiful. It's that one. And you just know that that's not scanned well because it's just gorgeous. Um, it's just... Oh, that, that kills me. I would have... That's a beautiful card. So you will get that if you complete the 10-card Avengers Assemble and Avenge the Fallen set. Really? So if, you, if you push on, if you can trade that tier three for some unredeemed ones of those, um, and in fact, I think I might have a couple I can throw you away, um, oh. you will get that Letitia Wright card. Okay. Um, and then I can't remember how you get the Josh Brolin one, which is this one. That's gorgeous. Which, wow. I, which I've got um, as Thanos. And I think you get the Robert Downey Jr. 
for each of those three base set achievements, I think. That's the Robert Downey Jr. I don't have that one. Um, And then the other black ones are the ones with the autographs on, which you, you know, you had to collect an awful lot. Um, Right, that's what everybody was doing when they first got on, trying to run for those before they run out. Exactly, and they're gone now, Uh so it is what it is. Um, Thank you, buddy. This has been cool. Uh, Yeah, man, I thought that was fun. And new? what we will do is that, <laughs> even though he's he's already left us, um, closing this episode will be, uh, buddy. Um, I'm trying trying to find you. Where are you? Let me turn my share screen off. There we go. Um, stop sharing. I'll never stop sharing. I always overshare, as you know. Um, <laughs> it's been gorgeous. And Brad, Brad, come back and lead us out and end our episode for us. You were the best, Brad. Guys, it has been awesome. The, the contender set is great. Um, I've got to get back to some dad duty here, but I hope we can do this again. And I'm going to sign off the right way here. Keep collecting, everybody. Keep yes! collecting. <laughs> yes! Wonderful stuff. Thank Brad. Rock, Brad. Thanks for listening to the Marvel Card Collectors podcast. Visuals and tasting notes for each episode can be found on our Facebook page. You can subscribe and leave us a voicemail via our home on anchor.fm forward slash MCCP. We're also on iTunes, Spotify and all major podcast platforms. Please take a second to subscribe, like and review our show wherever you get your podcasts. Our podcast can be found by Googling at the MCC pod, which will also find us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. Our Facebook community is at MCCW, Marvel Car Collectors Worldwide, and MMC, Marvel Masterpieces Collectors. The great music we use is called Rocket Power by Kevin McLeod. Thanks to the collectors, artists, and creators who support the Marvel Cards Fan Collective. We'll see you next time. And remember, it's a small hobby, but a fun one. Make mine marvel and enjoy collecting.